I've heard you and others talk about harnessing fear in a helpful way. Can you give some ideas of how to do that practically? The assumption a lot of the time with fear is that it is a bad thing, it's a negative thing, and that's because it's unpleasant. So, of course, it's understandable, I think, that maybe that is the assumption that we jump to. But we got to be very careful not to shoot the messenger because you, know, you just need to do the maths and think what it would mean to not have fear. Imagine you don't have the capacity to feel fear. What would that mean? What it wouldn't mean is that you're immune from danger. Still may be plenty of danger in the world, but what it would mean is you're not able to detect it. Now, it is true that as a, a detection system that sometimes fear can be a little bit uh, poorly calibrated. You know, sometimes it's triggering when it doesn't need to be there. However, that doesn't mean that at core there isn't some use to it and having that kind of an alert system can be really, really helpful and really useful. So uh, given that that's the case, a good default response to fear is to treat it as an alert system of sorts, like a fire alarm that rings. And, you know, there is very, very good analogy really in the fire alarm because a fire alarm is something that is absolutely excruciating to listen to if it's designed properly. But you will, in fact, pay extra to get one that's even more annoying. You know, the nicer it is, the less you'll pay. You want it to, you know, just put a sense of fear into you when you hear it. That's a good alarm. That's a well-designed one. You want it to wake you up. You want it to get you into action. So it's kind of like that with fear. You know, that that's what its purpose is as an alert system. Now, fire alarms can have false alerts. That doesn't mean they're bad, though. It's just the problem of the attuning. Uh, equally, fear, there can be false alerts with it. But again, that doesn't mean that it's a fundamentally bad system. It's, again, just one of tuning. And I think a big problem with this is that a lot of the time, and again, there may be cultural differences in this, so please let me know, you know what it's like where you are. But certainly where I am and in my upbringing, there wasn't, for the most part, at least not in, in a mainstream sense, this idea of making friends with fear, understanding it, attuning to emotions, being able to work with them some degree, and then maybe using them as a source of energy. That, 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 that wasn't, wasn't taught on day one, let's just say. So um, a lot of the time, we, we just don't think of it that way. So the problem is we have such a strained relationship with fear, which is a human emotion. You know, whether we like it or not, we have it. It's part of how we built. We've got an adrenal system. We've got a sympathetic nervous system that releases adrenaline, releases cortisol, that gets us in this fight or flight mode. And if, if we don't know a bit about that, if we're not able to work with it, if we haven't practiced it, what happens a lot of the time when we have difficulties with fear is... It's kind of late in the day. We haven't learned how to work with it over the course of you know any number of years that we've had in our life so far. And then it's the straw that breaks the camel's back. It's particularly strong. And then we're trying to deal with it in challenging circumstances. So it just becomes quite difficult then to do that. It would be nice where possible, and you know I think we're making steps in that direction, to be able to practice mindfulness, visualization, various forms of cognitive and behavioral therapies, systemic approaches. There's lots of different ways of working with feelings and working with uh, our relationships. But to be able to recognize some of these feelings and to be able to identify them and to be able to do a bit of work with them at hopefully an earlier point, so then there's prevention rather than just cure happening. So not only can feelings like fear be harnessed and used in a helpful way, but in a sense, that's what they're for. 
You know, these are alert systems. They're, they're, they're there for, for that very purpose, to give us a source of energy to be able to take action. So if we use the example of uh, a firefighter, the firefighter who is facing the fire uh, is certainly very aware of the challenges that are there and they're aware of how big the fire is. They can hear the alarm ringing. There's a lot of different cues that say something's wrong. But what they're not doing, and again, this is a part of the training. It's not that necessarily everybody is able to do this immediately. It might take a bit of practice. But what they're able to do is they're able to be aware of all of that and not put out the fire despite all of that, but to put out the fire precisely because of all of that. And, and I think that's what we want. It's not that you know you can relax or you can be confident or you can make improvements despite fear, but maybe precisely because of fear, because it's an alarm that goes off that helps us. So in one sense, that may take some practice. For whatever reason, we often have strained relationships with feelings as human beings. But in another way, it's something that actually comes rather naturally to us. And the example I like to use here is the example of hunger, which is another emotion uh, in a way, but also a physical sensation, so something like fear. And if you're hungry, you kind of instinctively know not just to mourn the fact that you're hungry, not just to feel that it's an unpleasant feeling. You know to use that as a source of energy to get food and to nourish yourself. So I think there's a real parallel there with fear. So if we can use fear in a similar way, well, that can be really, really useful too. You know, use it as a leaping off point to be able to create positive change. If you found this valuable, do like, subscribe and share. And what's your experience? Do you have any questions or topic suggestions? You can contribute in the comments, on social media using hashtag BodyMindSelf or on JFL.com.